0: Just a reminder that we do have our Patreon, and if you could go and support us, that would be brilliant. It keeps the podcast going, pays all the bills and stuff like that. So it is really, really helpful and we love everyone who's on there. Thank you very much. Go to patreon.com forward slash H M four a S the four being the number four. And if you could give us a couple of quid a month, that'd be brilliant. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. This is good time, Charlie. And you're listening to how much for a sleeve. Hello. It's Mick and Lucy from the popular tattoo-based podcast, How Much for a Sleeve? And we'd like to give a few moments over to our new sponsor, DSM Tattoo Machines. Lucy, tell us a bit about them.
1: Well, Mick, DSM Tattoo Machines make exceptional coils and now a new rotary tattoo machines, not guns. You can check them out at dsmtattoo.co.uk. And don't forget, you get 10% off with discount code SLEEVE10. They also make a range of needles. You can find them at lockdownneedle.co.uk. I think they're very nice.
0: Our bikes for the Hello, you're listening to How Much For A Sleeve, a podcast about tattooing, hosted by an actual tattooist and an actual knob, <laughs> Mick Tickner. We're doing things slightly different today. So we have a fucking hell cursed as our guest. Um, but fucking gonna, hell cursed! We're going to do that Sorry. bit first, and then we're going to stay on after and do a little bit of Patreon exclusive silliness with just me and Lucy. So that'll be nice for all you lot. Uh, and you can join the Patreon and hear us talk about wanking and cats, I imagine. Not together. Not wanking just... cats. That's a very different podcast. But I'm sure <laughs> it's out a there. Very...
1: <laughs> very different. Very different. Maybe wanking uh, the weather and
0: cats. You can't wank the weather. The weather anyway, is wank. Anyway, so. we're keeping all, we, 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 we need to keep all this back for the... For the, paying. for the
1: It can only be funny for the paying people. Yeah, we don't talk I'm about ranking
0: weather for free. That costs you <laughs> money. Um,
1: if you don't want this to be funny, then you better get a different co-host. Um,
0: um, <laughs> so, fucking hell cursed. She's uh, a joy. Very silly. Very funny. Very really northern. silly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Her accent is almost erotic. Yeah. I enjoy it so much.
0: Class. Um, but yeah, she's she's kicking ass as well the clips yeah. and stuff that she's making. Yeah. And all of and her stuff that her... she's doing with all the the art, like the, the nudes and stuff like that. Just well interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah and proper down to earth as well. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely like her tattoos. I just love yeah. them so much because I say this loads in they're like, oh gushing over them. But yeah, they are lush. And she's lush. She was real fun to have on.
0: Yeah. We did keep getting Getting people who have... You know, when you see a tattoo and you do, like it's just flicking through Instart or something and you go, oh, that's her. I know who that is. You don't even need yes. to look up because no one else is doing it.
1: Yeah. When I first started tattooing, I said to Grant, like, God, how do you... He'll look at something and go, oh, did so-and-so do that? Like, how do you know? How do you know that? And now I, I get that. I guess I just look at more more of them. But what are I, what, you...
0: What I mean is... Are you... If I'm seeing... Going
1: to have... Any <laughs> tattoos?
0: Any you know about time. sentences? I think I've said this before. I <laughs> you know, full sense because you're, you're an adult. You are an adult human, aren't you? Like you've done, you've been through education, and like haven't set fire to yourself by mistake. So, hmm. we've been what? friends
1: a long time <laughs> uh, now, and you're asking me if I'm an adult. Let's. D- I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about one thing that proves I'm not an adult. Yes. This week, um, so I asked one of our pates and uh, like gorgeous customers, Rose, Rose Francesca bakes on Big Instagram. Up, Rose, yeah, I asked her to make me um some treats to send to Origin as a thank you for having me a couple of weeks ago, and um, and I was uh, like, yes. <laughs> I,
0: I, I said, have, oh, I've can you just make?
1: Me... <laughs> could you just make me something? She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, and I went, oh, do you reckon you could just? So Slightly bespoke a...
0: inquiry here. I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> you might have them. you might have these in stock. I'm not sure.
1: You might be a pro, but I said, can you put a badly drawn penis on top um, <laughs> of each treat? And she went beyond that, and she sent me the she sent me the practice runs, and she was experimenting with um, <laughs> uh, hundreds and thousands. Yes, a um, little some, bit of
0: sprinkling to, make a, to yeah. make a crude pubis, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and Lovely there are lots stuff. of different shapes and sizes. Very inclusive. Yeah. So they went off and they arrived at Origin today, uh, and which is it, nice.
0: It's not often I look at a tray of dicks and mine's the biggest. <laughs> so that felt nice. Thank you, Rose.
1: Yeah, they were lush. Thank you so much. Everyone should check her out because her cakes are insane. Every time she comes in to get tattooed, she brings me like full on fucking huge carrot cake or something. And uh, it's divine. Nice, so, man. yeah, that proves that I am not an adult. I had adult thinking there. Do something nice for nice people. Spoil it with it a dick.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Spoil it with a dick. That That's the, <laughs> most of them, their job, isn't it? It was going really well, but how's your dating going? Yeah, we're going really well, but then he spoiled it with his dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> spoil,
1: I spoil every podcast episode with
0: a dick. Yeah, there's a the thing that you, you don't know is that I have to do the ending really quickly because Lucy shouts the word willies and then I have to try and edit it out. And,
1: and you always cut it out. I must get it in quicker.
0: Right, we'll, do, we'll, leave it. It in. We'll, we'll leave it in this one. Get it in quicker. He's going back to the spoiling it with his dick. Um. Okay. <laughs> shall we shall we get our guest on?
1: I think so. Hope everyone enjoys. She is just a delicious human. Agreed. Um, yeah, absolutely wonderful. Can't wait to hang out in person. Everyone should check her out. Send her lots of love and buy some of her cool leopard print
0: truths. Awesome. This is episode Whee! 19 of How Much for a Sleep. With fucking hell cursed.
1: <laughs> Edit now, <out>, you fucker. <laughs> How much for a spring? This week we have the amazing and gorgeous Kirsty, aka Fucking Hellcast. Hi. Hey, that,
0: that was that was yeah, that went flooding through my ears. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Get a bit closer next time you yell.
1: Do what we do. Fucking Hellcast! <laughs> Jesus Christ. That went right through my ears as well, I thought.
0: Yeah, and next doors. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I reckon I could still go louder if you want me to give it another show. <laughs> How are you? Are you all right? No, I'm good, thank you. It's nice to uh
2: nice to meet you both. Oh, oh yeah.
1: Nice to so see nice. you. So nice. Awesome. So nice to see to speak to your face rather than just like voice message you. That's it,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's weird when you just know people virtually, isn't it? It's...
1: Yeah. Internet friends. Hi! Oh, will you be my pen pal.
2: Yeah, I used to have a pen pal. Did you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I
2: used to write to the. Um, I used to get Kerrang magazine and write to the back. Write <laughs> to the people in the back of Kerrang. Oh my god! Yeah. I used to do that. Yeah, I <laughs> met so many of my like my friends now through Kerrang, like through the pen pal section.
0: That's awesome.
2: That is, awesome. and you still friends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, that's great. That's, like, great. Just from like a metal magazine, but yeah. Sorry, I'm like. I'm checking it
1: off on a tangent, and you haven't even started yet. We like a tangent. I always used to love the Pandora comic in um Kerrang. Yeah, I haven't thought about that in years. Is yeah, going Kerrang? Yeah, I think so. Don't know if Pandora's in it. Mick's um girlfriend is a like a, a music journalist, so she yeah. writes for magazines like that.
0: Yeah, she's Metal Hammer, not not Karang. I don't know why. But yeah, she's that one's a bit more metal, isn't it? Though, yeah, that? she's 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 into that. She writes for, for loads of stuff. So yeah, she's she's kicking ass, and I'm ever so proud of her.
1: Well, oh. I'm proud of her too. That's that's great. <laughs> I'm proud of her too. She's nice as Danny.
2: I, uh, I have, uh, my claim to fame when I was younger. I went to um Ozfest in 1998, and I got interviewed by one of the journalists from Kerrang. And I got my horrible picture put in Kerrang, but I was like 14 or something. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm famous. And I had bunches in my hair. And yeah, I (laughs) was in Kerrang at Osfest in 1998.
1: So there you go. (laughs) Was that like your first festival? Uh,
2: Yeah, Uh, I'm not sure. I I remember I went to see Oasis at um, Nedworth in 1993. No, no, 1996. But yeah, I think that was my first festival type vibe. How old are you? You can lie if you wish. <laughs> I was thirteen when I went to Nebworth. Oh. Yeah. It's a long time ago, isn't it? Nearly
1: four, pre- yeah. Pre- that is pretty old, isn't it? It's is pretty
0: old, isn't it? you saying that because you know it's exactly the same age as me. Is <laughs> it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can person. say it
1: because I I'm mildly I'm younger by like two years or three years or something. Well
2: that's the thing they do say that the forties are the new thirties, you know, I put um if it, if it helps and also I say to myself in the mirror every morning yeah
1: <laughs> I text the girl who does my Botox uh, Becca the other day and I was like I've got full range of motion in my face we need to rectify this immediately
2: <laughs> yeah well I had mine done the other day so I'm all right um oh, I have to get in early because I um I grind my teeth when I'm stressed so I'm like oh I need some of my uh, jaw and I, I might as well
1: do my forehead at the same time I wonder if I can use that excuse yeah, I have to earn some money first, though, to be fair. <laughs> back to
2: work, I suppose.
1: That's it. Yeah. But then, like, going back to work, I'm going to frown even more. So I'm going to need it even more. It's like a vicious circle. Because, <laughs> you
2: know, PPE, you know, you can use all the manner of PPE to cover all yeah. the, you know, all the little things that Botox hides.
1: Yeah, I've got a couple. I maybe I'll start using more than one mask. I could try it out right now. Oh, a nice visor that a lot of, like cover most of
2: your forehead. Oh, that's not. Yeah. yeah. Put the mask
1: on my forehead instead. Great. Yeah. Write a name on it. Yeah. I'm so glad this isn't a visual podcast. That's right. look, I'll do there we go. The Perfect. There we go. This is my, my, my work. Look, I'm reckon, fully protected.
0: I reckon you do about 18 seconds. That's fucking touching my eyelashes, pissing me off
1: Yeah, I've rubbed off my eyebrows
2: <laughs> <laughs> What was that? 16 seconds is a really
1: specific amount of time Yeah, I don't know where I came from <laughs>
0: Just showing off, I think
1: yeah. He knows my tolerance levels thing. anything <laughs> um, Where did your Instagram name come from? The fucking hell curse
2: it came from the exclamation that people make when I tattoo them. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I thought, why not? I use it as an Instagram name. Well, <laughs> that is it, so good. It literally was my friend. I think I was tattooing my mate and um, and they were like, ah, oh, fucking hell, cursed. And I'm like, oh, that'll do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There's a technical metal band called For Fuck's Sake Phil. <laughs> and the story is that they're called that because someone... Called Phil when they were in the band. We're talking about what we're gonna. What should we call ourselves? And he spilled a drink. So someone said, "What should we call ourselves?" Oh, for fuck's sake, Phil! And it stuck. And I think, and I might have got this wrong, but one of them is now in the technical metal band called called Make Me a Donut. So they're just <laughs> fucking taking the piss, making it up as they go along.
2: Yeah, well, you
0: know, I up to some level, is uh, it? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you consider calling Dead Slow like something else with fucking it?
2: No, I think dead slow is a stupid enough name as it is, you know. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it's allowed to do that on the, on the front of the yeah. shop. I think, uh, uh, oh, and as well, the shop's right in front of the first school. So I don't think the the, the yummy mummies coming to pick the children up would appreciate the fucking tattoo shop <laughs> over the road. <laughs>
1: what, does that, what does dead slow mean? Has it got any other meaning other than just being dead slow? Well, it looks great on merch, and it's a really cool kind of dumb name,
2: but also me and Jack, who own the shop, we lived on boats in Brighton Marina at the time, and um, sort of a view from the boat was just a, a huge like industrial lettering that said Dead Slow, and we both thought it looked really cool, just like super into the vibe of it, and we were just like, why don't we just call the shop Dead Slow, you know? And it just stuck.
1: That is a good name. I remember seeing it first at Brighton and just like, must have been a few years ago where it did you have it all oh, floral or massive leafy letters or something like that?
2: Yeah, we had like the death of tattooing as a theme one year, and we were like, you that know, that was
1: great where it was all everyone had RIP, like RIP prison style above <laughs> yeah. them.
2: Yeah, the theme was like uh, tattooing, real tattooing's dead, and it's been taken over by hipster hand pokers. And <laughs> <Like> Tim. <laughs> yeah, made Tim wear a t shirt that said, I killed Sailor Jerry. <laughs> 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 and he got loads of shit for it. And I was Did like, he? Yeah, looking back, I was like, mate, I'm so sorry. Because I'm like, we need to put you in something like, because it was tongue in cheek, you know? Mm. And I was like, we really need to put you in something that's quite provocative. And I was like, that's it, you need to wear a t-shirt that says, I killed Santa Jerry, and he did, bless him, I came off, <laughs> <laughs> nearly ruined him, <laughs>
1: poor, poor
2: Tim, what a little trooper,
1: oh bless him, yeah. um, Tim's episode was just like one of my happiest podcast moments, I just listened back to it and smiled the whole way through,
2: I listened to it today, actually. I've been listening to the, you know, How Much for a Sleeve podcast all week. Long Aww. time for first time caller. Mm-hmm. Tim's but... <laughs> yeah, were really good, you know, I think they were all really good.
1: Thank oh, you. thanks. Yeah. Obviously, this one will be the best.
2: Obviously.
1: <laughs> so, um, do you want to tell us, people listening, where you're from? Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah.
2: So I am the co-owner of Dead Slaw in Brighton. Uh, I own it with Jack Applegate, who is Ring the Brain on Instagram. I'm originally from Bradford, and I started tattooing about thirteen years ago. Um, and I moved to Brighton about eight, eight or nine years ago. And we've had Dead Slaw for six years now. God, that's a long oh. time. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what year it is because we've been in lockdown yeah I haven't worked for a year so I keep saying to people I've been tattooing for 13 years but then is it 12 years because you know <laughs> I mean I don't really remember much of the last year to be honest with you
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that's true this I think we definitely just get to take a year off our age but yeah. we've earned the year of tattooing experience even if we've not done much
2: yeah I mean I've been saying to everybody that's it I'm having my 37th birthday again I'm not I'm not gonna be 38 this year um but yeah I would have preferred the year of tattooing the year of mental decline and 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 physical decline on the couch (laughs) yeah I I've definitely eaten my feelings this year Oh, I've, all I've eaten is rich teas this year. I, I, if I get depressed, I just stop eating. I've just been like not eating and watching Peep Show constantly. I think I've watched it about twenty times, to be honest with you. Oh, is
0: that like a is that like a like a comfort thing to have on in the background while the, while you're doing other things?
2: I think so. Yeah, like lots of people have recommended new series and stuff. Yeah. Are you the same? I mean, I can't, yeah. I can't do
0: it. We had me and my girlfriend both have we've had a Homeland on. We like. We've seen it so many times. We had Breaking Bad on as well, but, but during the day, while well, we're we're both lucky enough to still be working, so it's just on, and it's almost like having music on. It's just something on in the background to hit, that's going along, and you can just, you know, if your brain just stops working for a bit, you just watch that for five minutes and go, okay, now I'll get back on this. And it, yeah, <laughs> I found it really helps. But if if it was something that we hadn't seen before, we would have had to concentrate on it, and it would have been rubbish
2: that's exactly the same as me you know like I think I have to have something it is it's just like because we don't I don't have like terrestrial tv or anything anymore it's just something nice in the background almost like I mean I could put the radio on but I can't see the radio I like to look at the pictures on the TV as well yeah.
0: I'm totally aware of how my life is totally dependent on screens this lockdown yeah. I, I, yeah it was a tweet from someone I can't remember who said it so sorry but it was my reward for looking at my Medium-sized screen all days to spend all evening looking at my big screen and small screen. That's yeah. exactly what I do. I sit there and look at my computer all day for work. Then I lay on the couch watching the telly whilst flicking through things on my phone. It's not yeah. in my so house bad. And I, I do, I do genuinely worry about how I, how I'll break out of that when, we're, when we, you know, like, oh, we're allowed to go out again. I'll go. No, oh, just stay in. Actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I try and things that I like in the street, you
2: know. So, and I think. <laughs> to be like in the same <laughs> predicament really you know I, um, I I've been clearing the shop out today well we've been redecorating at dead slow and um, and yeah I just I was picking up the books and like reordering the books and stuff and I'm like oh that's a nice picture like trying to double tap yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> luckily nobody saw me but you know obviously,
1: Do <laughs> you know this is so bad but when I draw if I am drawing with pencil pen, I literally go to go back to undo. Yep, same, same. and I try and twist a try and twist a. Yeah, yeah, bathroom. or zoom. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? God, I <laughs> I haven't had an iPod for that like an iPad for that long. It's been like what two years, <laughs> and I've forgotten how to draw normally. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I'm trying to think what the next
2: generation is going to be like. Oh my god,
1: I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, talking about like having things on, I try not to have the TV on the background, but I've always got an audio book on. Ah. I literally get through so many, and I'm such a geek. Like the stuff I listen to, it's all like history and things like that.
0: Do you remember and, them? So... Like if if someone was to like quiz you on the books, not like do a test, but
1: <laughs> right it, now
0: it, it goes in. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like, just, right
1: totally unless I I can't listen to it if I'm like doing emails or writing stuff but if I'm drawing or cleaning or just doing chores and things it goes in and I always listen to it when I'm driving because like I hate my brain not to be doing something if I haven't got anything to concentrate on I'll just go oh so like if I've constantly got it listening to something it's much better for me <laughs> and I'm learning it's all like the this book I just listened to um I literally finished it this morning was about uh, so, so geeky but this is like my perfect book it's all about debutantes going to work in the, the second world war and the stuff they did like went into the Rens or went into like fly planes and things like that mm. and it's just I like absorbed it and I listened to it in like two days mm. it's like 18-hour book or something but it's <laughs> so much better for me if I had the tv on I would just stop and look at it never get anything done
2: yeah I mean it's good that the knowledge sticks I just listened to um I was just going to say a crappy podcast obviously not this one <laughs> um...
0: I think we are fully we are definitely a crappy we <laughs> put that on some t-shirts I think
1: yeah yeah I'll, I'll we, should, we should we should do that um shit is podcast of the year <laughs> horribly that, interesting
0: yeah that's funny isn't it
1: that's my do favorite to, do you want to explain what that is somebody left us a review on apple podcast the other day and they said it's horribly interesting and i was like mix i'm not sure if it's a compliment i was like i'm fucking taking it as one that's amazing i don't i don't
2: think that is a compliment but i would take it
1: definitely
2: <laughs> horribly interesting i think you're going to horribly posh and they mean it in a nice way i don't
1: know <laughs> i don't know how to take that i i i it's full compliment to me we're happy literally we'll put that on a poster. That was, I thought about making us some business cards and writing at the bottom. Horribly that was, interesting. That <laughs> was
0: the uh, little pink growl on Instagram. So shout. Oh, out. Oh yes. Thank you for thank you for listening and thank you for taking the time to do a review. We appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not what you meant by horribly interesting. They have also uh, said that they they love it. So. Oh, up. so it is a compliment. It's yeah, we'll a let compliment. Them off. Whew. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: have cared, but... <laughs> but they've set a precedent for good reviews there. Yeah, it's a, a good review.
2: I don't think I've quite had a review like that. I'm not I'm not tattoo it's not like Kirsty Simpson. Oh yeah, she's horribly interesting. She looks a bit weird and she talks a bit of shit, but you know she's kind of alright. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I tried to think imagine if people got reviewed as people I would not have got reviews. no I don't
0: I think I'd be so scared to do anything Yeah I think there's there's that Black Mirror episode have you seen that where you no. get you get a, a it's sort of taking a piss out of the the cultural currency we have of likes and shares and things that your your place in society is only Uh, is is valued by the content content that you make so every interaction you have you someone rates you out of five stars on it so you if you're you know you're a dick to the person who's serving you your coffee they give you three stars you then go for a a loan at the bank and your your human person niceness ratings down to less than four and a half so you can't get your loan and then you end up she ends this girl in it ends up spiraling out because she's has a little breakdown about the troubles that she has of trying to get to a wedding on time. And, yeah, she ends up being an outcast for, and going from being, like, top end of society to being ostracised completely.
1: Would that be
2: all of us? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, though, because I'm... As much as I don't think I'd I'm, I'm, I, I get a good review, I am quite... I've got a lot of manners. And I don't think manners really cost anything. So, you know, if I was, like... If it were, like, for not being nice to the person who served me coffee, I'm always nice to people who serve yeah. me you know? I'm a nice person. I've just got a resting bitch face. <laughs> I just don't look like a nice person. <laughs>
1: oh, yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a happy face. That's because I'm yeah. looking at you.
2: Oh. And you, mate, I suppose. Thanks, mate. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the big thumb with the woolly hat on in the corner.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i drew a picture of mick to describe his um bad email form earlier um while i was waiting oh i've seen that before
0: i've seen one of them but it's got
1: legs it looks like sort of chicken feet is is that three
0: legs or is that one arm coming out
1: (laughs) (laughs) i've only given you one arm i saw you need to be a wanker though Uh,
0: i've I've lost a toe off my left foot as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: that's great well done well done lucy
1: <laughs> I did find out at uni. Can you tell? Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's some expressive lines there. Yeah. Strong line work. Just getting yeah. some practice in for Monday. Yeah. <laughs> you tattooed for then, Lucy. Are you ready? Are you ready for Monday? I am ready. I've been tattooing my legs. I just wanted to like try and learn how to do it again. And. um yeah, by the time this goes out, I will have already got a bit more practice in. So it's safe to say um, I, <laughs> I'm OK. <laughs> yeah, I was doing some and I, the first couple of lines, I, I, like I only started tattooing my legs, what, like maybe three weeks ago. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is really hard. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but feel a bit ready. I'm just jumping well into the deep end on Monday because I've got like a, a day sitting with a, really detailed floral thigh piece like loads of bugs and loads of small flowers and stuff so yeah hopefully I'll still remember by the by that point
0: <laughs> it's my yeah. memory that will come back straight away I'm sure
1: yeah I'm going to say that um yeah I mean I haven't
2: tattooed since like november I don't think um so I mean you know when this comes out I will have done some more tattoos so I can save this <laughs> <laughs> don't look the first
0: week. No, I'm joking. It's going to be great. So are you, are, you, are, you all, are you all ready? The shop, you said you were doing some redecorating yeah. or anything.
2: I don't, well, I don't know if you've ever seen Dead Slow, but when we got the shop, we were like, yay, the kids have taken over, the grown-ups have gone, let's paint the shop bright orange. So we did. Um, so then cut to five to six years later, and the shop looks a bit shabby, uh, and I can't get the same shade of orange anymore. Um, <laughs> we're just like, fuck it, let's just totally change the colour of the shop, which has been, yeah, it's been long. But <laughs> we'll, be ready. We'll, be, we'll be finished by tomorrow, which is, <laughs> I'm going back to work on Tuesday because I don't work Mondays. I'm a tattoo. So I'm...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are working Monday, but we're normally open Mondays anyway, just because, um, well, when I first started here, Grant was doing six days a week so we kept mondays open and then we figured out Wednesdays are our quietest day so we closed on wednesdays but i see a lot of people are, aren't going back to a tuesday well don't blame us nice not working
2: i think it's really important for everybody to go back um in a healthy way after lockdown you know like a lot yeah. of people and i and, you mean know, i've made an effort to say this to my clients as well you know and they'll be in the same you know in the same storm as well um you know, we haven't really worked in a, in a year, you know, and we have to be in close proximity with people and I'm not used yeah. to that anymore, you know. We're, we're around nervous people constantly. As tattooists, we're used to controlling people in a, in a nice way, do you know what I mean? The, the person's nervous that comes in, we're controlling where they sit and making it everything look really smooth and comfortable for them and being really close and I'm used to touching people and being quite tactile and, you know, having not done that for nine fucking 12 months, I think, I don't know, I can't really remember what's been happening, but it's, it's a big undertaking, really, isn't it?
1: yeah it's mad yeah it's mad and to think that like over a year ago we were doing all this without masks and i know we had gloves and aprons and what have you but we were so close to people (laughs) it's yeah it's crazy it is strange to think i was thinking about that like god it's just gonna go jump straight back into normal isn't it like it is yeah we're gonna
2: gonna kind of forget oh sorry (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's
0: right
2: (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah what what it was like in lockdown but we are quite you know humans are really adaptable creatures aren't they you know like give it a couple of weeks and we'll be fine yeah or yeah. if we have a couple of weeks to work yeah
1: we'll go back into lockdown oh my god I know yeah. I half of me thinks like shall I just work my arse off in case we're going to another lockdown the other half thinks no I don't want to I'm gonna go back for four days that's all I want to do
2: yeah, I, I'm i just playing it really softly. You know, I want to look after my mental health. I don't want to be moving clients about. I don't want to be disappointing people. I want to do a good job, you know. So, softly, softly, I think.
1: What are you doing on the first day back? I've no
2: idea. This <laughs> <laughs> just plugged it in for me. So, I was just like, you know, just keep it, keep it easy. Obviously, priority is gone to the people that have been fucked about by everything um but yeah i don't know i have only booked up for like two weeks in advance i've got quite a few people to book in but i like, I can't be overwhelmed you know
1: yeah
2: i buy months and months with the bookings right now i do suspect that like two weeks in i'll be like oh fuck it let's just book everything mm. you know but it's, it's it's a big undertaking it's quite overwhelming and has everyone
0: yeah. has everyone been quite responsive and kind to the client wise for for you we
2: have yeah, like 99.999% of people are super-duper uh, patient. You yeah. know, we understand that they've been, you know, it's been shit for everybody, but you do get the odd humdinger who, uh, you know, I've been waiting for a tattoo for the past nine months, and so well, I've been wanting to work for the past nine months,
1: you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's also, yeah. There's, there's a bit of it, it's not, it's not your, collectively, the industry's decision, it's yeah, out of your hands. we've not chosen this. That's why I don't understand how people can get across with you. I can understand there's a frustration if, you know, you, bu- you book something in, it doesn't happen. You get frustrated, that's fine. But the frustration should be channeled somewhere else. There's there's plenty yeah. of places for your frustration to go, the government, whatever, be, yeah. an, be an anti-lockdowner, an anti-masker, Keep your frustration that way if you want to do that. Yeah. I, I don't get how it comes back on you or the people who who work in your shops.
2: It's very yeah, very rare, I think. Like I don't know if you've experienced it, Lucy, but like we get we just when you get one, you get it's a proper humdinger of one, you know. Yeah. Um and you yeah you know I don't have to tattoo anybody I'm self-employed I mean I'm really lucky that I get to tattoo people and I mean you know I love it and I, I just see I'm not nothing special I just see it I don't just see it as a job do you know what I mean when I'm providing a service you're paying me to provide a service and I'm really lucky that you want me to provide the service for you but I don't have to tattoo you <laughs> if you're going yeah. to be you know you yeah. patient then you can go somewhere else That's yeah I, mean, I didn't mean it a cocky way but you know I think oh, so- no
1: it's true you know, it's people feel people get entitled, don't they? And like, yeah, we do this because we want to do it. And if someone's gonna be rude to us, we are absolutely there is absolutely we do not have to tolerate it.
2: No, absolutely not. I mean, who wants to sit and tattoo somebody? I mean, I don't if if I have had a dispute with somebody, I don't want to sit in their company for a couple of hours. Yeah. them and have them remember that they they have a dispute with me and then they look at this time ago oh, I had a row with the tattooist before I started it
1: exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly
0: and I also think that does that goes both ways as well if if obviously no one associated with this podcast but if you're <laughs> if your tattooist is being a dick and making yeah. you feel uncomfortable or making I, I can't remember where I read this but there was someone saying it the tattooist is making you wait and they're going and having three cigarettes or laughing with mates while you're having, while you're sat there waiting and nervous. Yeah. don't, you you don't, you don't have to be tattooed by them. Go leave.
1: I saw that. It was like, to the new generation of people getting tattooed, like don't tolerate it. (laughs) This is not how it is. Tattooists aren't rock stars. They shouldn't be making, they shouldn't be treating you like a dick. Yeah. I saw that. I I had
2: that. Curtis Curtis
1: J-ta- curls or Curtis J Tattoos or something like that. I think I follow him, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I had that, di- I had that I had that. Um we'll we'll cut that bit out. I had that customer. I had a customer a couple of weeks ago. And so I put a man out on my social media because I was so outraged at her email. Fair enough, if what she had said to me was justified, but what she said was absolute rubbish so I put a post up saying I've emailed everybody in April and May to confirm your appointments and what I had done I emailed everyone in April and May saying are you still good for your appointment um if you're not don't worry about it you can change your appointment um that mean that's win-win for me because that means I open up space for people that've been waiting from lockdown and a few people moved and it was great so I put a post up in my story and I said Please can you check your email? If you're booked in with me in April and May, and this girl replied and she said, um, "I've still been I've been waiting a year now for my appointment," and um, and I said, "Oh, just you just need to reread my reread my story there," and she said she sent me, I can't even remember what it said, but it was like, "I think it's really shit the way that you've done you've done with you've dealt with this. You've just been taking people's money, prioritising new bookings where yeah. I've been waiting for my tattoo for a year." And I like, I went, wait a fucking second. I haven't booked a single person in, in lockdown. It would have been so easy for me to book people in and take deposits, but I haven't because Mm. I've been aware that people have waited for that long. And also when I realized who it was last summer, she was originally booked in the first lockdown. I'd sent her an email. I do this like online booking system. So I sent everyone an email. Here's the link, go on and book yourself on. I sent her an email. She hadn't booked herself back in. started posting shitty comments on my pictures on my grid and I was like and she said oh I'm still waiting if not her and all this just loads of shit and I should have known then I should have just got rid of her then (laughs) but so I messaged her and I was like she said I've not had my email." so I forwarded the email that I'd sent her literally on the first day we found out we could go back to work I'd emailed her and she said oh it went into my junk folder but we'd been emailing each other from the same email address. So I was like, okay. (laughs) So she'd missed out on that. And then she'd rebooked again, but not rebooked until the January. And then, yeah. So I was like, and then she went onto her Facebook and started and like posted this screenshot and was like bad-mouthing me. And then obviously somebody went, you know that you're not in the right here. (laughs) And she took Uh it down. (laughs) And when, so so I was like, I just said to her like, don't worry about it, I'll refund your deposit. And then you can go somewhere else. Um, and she got her boyfriend to message me. Yeah, then she posted about it on Facebook. So I, I blocked her. I'd refunded her deposit. I unblocked her and I sent her a message. And I was like, "Let me get this right. You've gone on to you've, you've missed my email that I've contacted. I sent you. You've misread my story. You've sent me a load of abuse, and you've then posted about me on Facebook trying to slander me." <laughs> Yeah. and at what point have I done anything wrong about this I was like there's no way I'm tattooing you and I wish you luck in finding somebody else like what the fuck <laughs> what, is it still all up there then like all this slander Live no, on. she took it she took it down apparently okay. yeah she took it down but I just I think because it's been a really shit lockdown for everybody everyone's mental health is affected especially mine like it's been fucking shit yeah and the majority of people have been so lovely that when somebody is a dick, I feel like it was, it was a harder punch. Yeah. And I was so upset that stuff she'd said, I hadn't fit anyone in. And that was why I was like outraged by it. So I was so good about it. And in the end, I just took some time off social media, which was great. Yeah. And, I thought, and why would, why would she want me to tattoo her after she'd sent me a shitty message? That's what I don't
2: understand. Sometimes I think when people are,
1: yeah I mean like uh, I just want
2: to reiterate you know that you, it's not everybody by any means it's just like a one-off which is why yeah that's it. it and like it's just like why why do you want me to tattoo you now because you've been a right yeah. you know like why yeah. you... I don't know it's like that's it. problem, isn't it? it's like you
1: know you, I don't, I'm not forced to fucking serve you I'm not I don't want yeah. to, you know if she hadn't have sent me that message I could have tattooed her on like Thursday of next week. And she would have been the first person I emailed because she was first person in the diary this year. So if she hadn't been a dick two weeks ago, she could have been tattooed and it all would have just had this nice little resolution. But in the end, I hope she has to wait a year for a tattoo by somebody else. Yeah. I don't think there's any, yeah,
2: there's no excuse to be a dick. There's no no, no excuse. I mean, everybody's feeling I think everybody's quick to temper at the minute. Everybody's feeling, yeah. Yeah. everybody's feeling that, you know, and like Certainly. I spoke to all the guys in the shop about going back, you know, and I were like, you know, we need to be patient with each other. We are going to be quick to temper some of us. Maybe are going to be offended about, you know, but we need to be patient with each other.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I, I've definitely done it where <clears throat> snapped at people or. Yeah. Thanks for
1: the apology. Um, <laughs>
0: fuck off the other way around I think mate <laughs> um but you know and, and it's just that you know when, when you you do you do like you said it's been tough for everyone and you do say something and then someone goes hey come on you go yeah fair enough you go you, you don't just double down on it and go somewhere else to carry on your anger yeah that's where that's where I think that that you know it's 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 difficult for everyone but if that that they would probably be in a dick anyway regardless of lockdown they'd have probably done something to piss you off anyway
1: yeah that's <laughs> that's it, that's it. That's we've fine. been chatting for yeah. well a bit less time seeing as <laughs> it can't spell um but we haven't We re- i don't think we've spoken about tattooing at all have we no, so no, we, <laughs> we do have
0: to we do have to hit our 10 percent tattoo threshold so we'd best get that yeah that's
1: it um if you just say tattoo a couple of times and we can go back to talking about dickheads if you want, to You want to say tattoo? If you wanted to say it, then we've hit we've hit that target. Oh yeah, tattoo, 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 tattoo. Also There's lots of dickheads in tattooing as well. <laughs> this is like yeah. Dickheads all around the world.
2: Yeah, I was thinking today, like I was I was speaking to Mr. Hege, Mr. Hege and Mrs. i have been helping me decorate the shop. Thank you, Mr. Hegge and Mrs. Higget. Um, oh. And I was like, "What am I going to talk about?" Uh, I was like, "Oh all my good stories! I, I can't, I can't say in public." <laughs> <laughs> Two type stories, or like you know, like characters that I've met or worked for and stuff. Like the best, the best stuff. I can't, I can't talk about. You we'll know, put,
0: we'll we'll put that on the patron when <laughs> when that when, yeah. that when that kicks off. <laughs> yeah, you have, to, you have to pay for that and it'll end up just yeah, being be, be lucy being mean to me again anyway so you yeah get for, you get that for free so there's no point yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so how did you get into tattooing how did you learn
2: i worked for so i decided i wanted to be a tattooist and then i spent 12 months creating a portfolio and taking it around to different tattooists and you know doing what they said we all know that this is how you know this is how you meant to do it and we're going to see all the guys in leeds because i were in bradford so i'd go to ultimate skin or i'd go see um uh, diego in hyde park and i'd just like take my drawings and stuff and i'd be like what do you think you know they were like it's crap do it again and then i'd just do it again and i wouldn't argue uh and then eventually i got taken on at this um
0: was it constructive feedback they gave you or was it just a
2: Even you it's shit it's constructive because yeah. they're taking the time to tell you it's shit it's your job as somebody who wants to tattoo to shut the fuck up and listen to that and because tattooing is a great job you know and it's hard and it should be hard to get into I think this is where I'm going to get now. <laughs> um, you know I don't really think there's any space in tattooing for Snowflakes that can't take constructive criticism because any criticism is constructive. It's, it's how you take it. It's like, you know, like Lucy was saying earlier about the the podcast review. It's how you take it. If somebody's taking the time to 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 tell you something or write something, then fucking listen. Well, yeah. So anyway, sorry, I'm I'm sort of like digressing. I got it's okay. On...
1: It's horribly interesting hearing you talking. Horribly
2: interesting. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, I got on at this like real. Proper street shop, like I don't think he'd been tattooing that long. This guy, and he was just like, bless him. He got he started me tattooing, but he was just like, I can teach you everything you need to learn about tattooing in two weeks. That's how I learned it. And I'm like, okay, Philip Lou, brilliant. Uh, and then and I knew we were talking crap anyway. I mean, I'd taken my portfolio because I've I'd, I'd been to all like the what I would class as high level tattooists, and I'd taken my portfolio there, and they were like, no. And I was like, right, I need I need to get into tattooing, but. I know I can't teach myself at home, that's that's not an option. So, you know, you you go to the lesser shops and the lesser shops and the lesser shops, and this, this, bless it, this shop were like on the fucking floor, right at the bottom. Um, And the first time I went in to show him my work, I was just like, this is my portfolio. And he was like, oh, great, what you want to do is you want to go home and you want to Google tattoo flash. And I'm like, all right, see, even Mick's laughing at that. You know, he knows that... and I'm like, what do you fucking think I'm looking at? You know, he just really didn't have a clue. He used to smoke in the shop. Um, he used to tattoo customers with the same needle. Uh, he once... how, how long ago is this? This
1: was 13 years ago. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we hear a lot of stories about that in the 70s. Yeah. yeah.
0: I know,
1: right? It were like, yeah, I'm not that old.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he... It was just crazy. I knew my first day of my apprenticeship with him. I were only with him for maybe eight months, but I, I remember my mum picked me up and I cried and I was just like, "It's not, it's not what I thought it was going to be." You know, he's, he's. I knew what he were doing were wrong. I didn't know what were right, but I knew it were wrong. He had me scrubbing the grapes um, but with my bare hands. You know, I was sticking my hands, my bare hands, into the uh, ultrasonic. Bath oh and doing you know, all the grips barehanded. I mean, I have seen some, you know. Thankfully, I didn't catch anything. But it looked like a garage. This like this tattooist that I worked at, it looked like a garden shed. And um <sighs> it, it's fun to like look back on now. uh But yeah, it was just it was just crazy. And I worked for so I worked for him. He was all right. And then I was working for somebody else in in Yeadon at the same time. And I do different like days between their shops. And the guy in Yeadon were a total fucking asshole. like, <laughs> <total>. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd smoke in the shop, and he, I remember he had a grey carpet so that he could ash on the floor and just stamp it in, and he would fuck anything that came into the shop, he had no respect for women, he had no respect for me, looking back, he just wanted, a, I was 24 at the time, he just wanted this dull-eyed 24-year-old that idolised him, which I did, and yet he, he has tried to contact me since, and I told him where to go, best in <laughs> Um, and <laughs> started, and then from there, I got on with the guy that I wanted to work for in Bradford, and I served sort of. I served. I'd like everybody to hear that I served five years under him, <laughs> where the fun starts. <laughs> and I can't tell you much about that uh, because he's still tattooing, and a lot of it, it's fucking nuts. Um. Well, I'll have to tell you at the bar when we when I when I see, I mean, it doesn't make for a good podcast, does it? If you sign up and pay, pay monthly, I'll uh, I'll give you a story a month.
1: For <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just just obviously, if you you can't go into too much, but is 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 that an an extension of an apprenticeship when you say served?
2: No, I mean that like
0: you'd done that already. You already had you cut your cloth. You knew your skill. You knew what you were doing.
2: I see was it. Not, sorry, go
0: on. So, I mean, it's, it's not like he was he was teaching you how to tattoo or what to do. You already knew that before you went there in Bradford.
2: Not really. I mean, as a tattooist, you're always learning. So I'd only been tattooing for eight months when I got to this, when I got to work with him in, right. in Bradford. So it, it was a proper street shop. You know, people were coming in and picking flash off the walls. You know, I just cut my teeth on like um, Jenny Clark and Cherry Creek, you know, every all all bits of flash, all day, you know. I remember we used to just have appointments booked and, and no space in between to set up or break down. So I'd have like, you know, seven, eight, nine appointments a day and considering I've been tattooing that long, you know, there were no space in between what if I need a piss, what if my customer passes out, what if they're a twat, what if it takes me a bit longer, you know. And the police were there a lot. I saw him beat a lot of people up. Not I got now. threatened a lot, you know. Well, not, he didn't really threaten me. It was just... It we're a really poisonous environment, but from it, I've got some great experience and some great
1: stories. I'd love to put a book together of like anonymous stories. Yeah, oh, I've got loads. <laughs> Let's do it together. Let's
2: do it. I know that I've got loads. It seems that, um, I mean, it is quite an old school thing, isn't it? You know, that people think they have to like suffer loads of shit to have an apprenticeship, and that's
0: that's a horrible way to think. I don't think you should suffer from an apprenticeship. I yeah. think you should work hard. Well, um, we've spoke about this before. And there's, I know I sort of did a sort of an apprenticeship as a window cleaner before I went to university. And I was the butt of the jokes. I had to do the stuff that no one else wanted, but there was no, there was nothing like not, no one was mean to me. And there's this thing yeah. that keeps coming out. And I know people who've done um, electric, electrician, plumbing, carpentry, those classic trade apprenticeships. And as, without asking them, I can just tell that I don't think they've ever had this, like, they, they never had to work for free. They never had this, like, uh, do as, you know, just go just go and clean my car because I haven't got anything for you to do. There's none of that. None of none of that happened. And it's like there's yeah. something with, with, hopefully it is now a thing of the past, but there was something about tattoo apprenticeships from day dot to maybe five years ago 10 years ago that 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 that, that, there was there that which is minging
1: i think like a lot of tattooists who have been tattooing for a long time and quite right i agree with this to an extent they see it as a sacred craft and it is a sacred craft like we're incredibly lucky to know how to do it and for somebody to have told us and taught us but they see it as if you want to learn then you'll put up with my fun and they sort of do it to push and push and how much will you put up with how much do you really want it do you really fucking want it that's and just like, it's a bully. you know that's yeah. not that's not protecting a sacred craft
2: that's that's a, some fucking twat using it as an excuse yeah. to uh, score young chicks or put people down and feel better about themselves yeah um, I mean but yeah like I think I were just on the cusp of you know, because I started tattooing 13 years ago, I saw I saw a bit of the old sort of ways, and I and I've seen a massive change up until now. I mean, like when I worked when I worked in Bradford, Rob well, Doubtfire, is who I worked for in Bradford, when I worked for him, I I'd, I'd, be, I'd be picking his kids up from school, you know, yes, like it's and it's like true. going and filling his car up with petrol. I remember I once I once got in his car. He had this like proper, well, fancy Audi TT, and you're like, who's there? you put some fucking petrol in my car. And I'm like, you know, I've got like about two, two or three customers waiting, waiting. I need some fucking petrol. I've got to go out later on. And I drove it. I remember driving and getting some petrol and coming back. And I gave him his keys and he went, just because it goes like shit off a stick don't mean you should drive it like shit off a stick. <laughs> and I'm <were> like, okay. I <laughs> so just like fucking set off down the road in this car. It was just really fast. But yeah, there's some...
0: minging. that's off. It just does my head in. I don't but I'm yeah. not in the industry, I don't know. But I just think that it's not right. That is, is it's yeah. vile. It yeah is. And I mean, it seems like, to be that everyone says it as well.
1: And that's just the tip of the iceberg of the ways that people can take advantage, really. It's, it's awesome. uh, the whole it's yeah, so many stories come out about people and it's like it's upsetting, really. You worry I, about talking to people because you think. I hope something doesn't come out about them like Marilyn Manson I saw I was thinking about how many Marilyn Manson tattoos I've done on people and are they going to regret that now
2: <laughs> yeah I mean like it's it's just nuts isn't it I mean luckily the, the people when I worked for Rob especially Robbed Out and Bradford there were no um sort of sexual abuse or there were no like I mean I've never suffered that there were no creepy intentions when I used to work for the guy in yeeden he was creepy as fuck like looking back as a as a grown up now you know and 24 i wasn't you know i don't i think i was especially naive but it was my dream job it was my absolute dream job you know and you're gonna get rose tinted sort of glasses you know when you look at people but looking back he were a
1: fucking creep like a proper proper creep and i told him <laughs> I'm glad you got the opportunity to tell him then.
2: Yeah, well, I think he's still tattooing, actually. Um, In Bradford, in in the back of a hairdresser's. So, you know, you
1: fucking know you are. (laughs) If you listen. (laughs) I mean, you fucking old creep. Um, So the style of tattooing you do now, the super lush, it looks like you've used a paintbrush rather than a mag. I love it so much. How did you develop that? How long have you been doing it? Um probably,
2: probably for Hello, about... someone at the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. And, Come back uh, there. Yeah. Uh, for about four four years now, I think. I've, with my work, I, I struggled, even though I've been tattooing a really long time, I didn't I was really lucky to get into tattooing, but I didn't get the apprenticeship that I wanted. I don't think anybody gets the apprenticeship that they want. You just get what, what you end up with. And now I'm really, really lucky. I sort of got more more of the uh, sort of physical experience of like an old school apprenticeship rather than like the, you know, and the tattooing side, I'm, I'm, I'm really good. What I'm trying to say is I've, I've used all my strengths, I think, and and put them in one sort of style of tattooing. You know, there's that thing that people say, it's like work, work within limits, work within your confines, your limits, and then work without limits, you know, so understand what you're good at, and then you can work without limits. So it sort of came from that, and I spent such a long time sort of floundering around and sort of splashing around and not really, you know, looking at other tattoos, like why are they tattooing what they want? Why are they tattooing their drawings? And, And I'm not, you know, I was tattooing what I wanted, but it didn't have a sort of certain look. And I think because of what I lacked in my apprenticeship, guidance wise you know it left a sort of huge huge crater in my knowledge as a a sort of grown-up tattooist so over the past five years I've sort of tried to cobble all that together and 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 sort of see what comes out so it's kind of an amalgamation of all that and and figuring out what my strengths are and sort you know
1: playing to them. I love it I just it, it I remember the first time I saw your tattoos and I think I sent it I sent one of them to like a few friends that I knew would would love it and um like not tattooist friends just like general friends and I was like oh my god look at this I've never seen anything like it from as a tattoo and it's just so lush I yeah love it want one thank you I'd love to tattoo you that'd be amazing let's do a swap okay tomorrow
2: yay Um, (laughs) it's really strange because like the style of tattooing that I do I would consider it as really really heavy um application wise not necessarily application wise saturation wise um it's it's really heavy it's a proper tattoo it's in there but I seem to get all the people that go for the um super fine like tattoos and you know that and it's really crazy because they just let me do what I want so these are the kind of people a lot of them are the kind of people that go in and possibly say oh you know i'd like a feather tattoo but i'd like it really super light you know make sure it's like really nice and soft but they come into me and they just let me do whatever the fuck i want and i'm putting heavy fucking work on them you know i see i almost see it as like a traditional tattoo because there's there's line work in there there's, there's solid black and there's solid color i'm just putting it in different areas and these are people that never get trad or heavy tattoo coverage and they're coming to me and getting that you know it's it's fun. Yeah
1: you probably get all my customers who want all the fine line stuff and then come to you yeah. why don't you let me use a fucking 25 mag on you yeah. so just copy and paste a couple of my pictures to your profile who two hours okay i'll do it i'll do it after this um what have you been doing during lockdown? I've seen loads of clothing and stuff. Do you want to tell us about that?
2: Yeah, that's a good idea to talk about that, isn't it? Thank you. Um, <laughs> keeping my brain busy, you know. You mm. guys know about that, don't you? Um, I at first, you were like a, a means to make money. I think. I think somebody. Had, I'd, I'd spoken to Dean Jans up in Bradford, in Leeds. I'm guessing it leads Easy Tiger, and he was saying, you know. Um, I started up my own clothing company and whatnot and it's a fun thing to do and so we're always on the back burner I always wanted to do it and then lockdown just gave me a chance to to just do it you know and it's it's been really good it's been fun it, it's just I don't know if you mentioned it on a podcast I'm really a podcast I don't know if it when you were chatting with Lou Hopper like the past 12 months has given us all a chance to work as proper artists yeah. you know what we really wanted we've been thrown in at the deep end but it's, it's given us You know, that kick up the ass that a lot of us have needed to be like, fuck, how do I support myself as a as a creative?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is the correct reaction to the word creative. Well done. (laughs) With my hand fucking hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to piss right, I'm gonna go off on one here. Do you want piss me off about it? It's like You can, you can. Obviously, you can be creative. But if you introduce yourself as a creative, I feel like there's another. There's always going to be a second question. It's like, uh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a creative. So, like, what are you? A tattooist videographer? Do you? What would you do? Signwriter? What would you do? There's a hundred things you could do. You prick Just tell us what you do. <laughs> <laughs> In
2: a rather dubious manner. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm is, a- that
0: cause, is that because you shit? Is that because you shit at what you do and you don't want to tell us? <laughs> <anything>? oh. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's been your most what's like the most popular thing that you sell out of your clothing because it's uh, all like mad stuff as well I love it it's it's been the leopard print
2: trues I think I'm wearing them <laughs> a lovely. oh look at that they're very stretchy <laughs> they're really good oh. <laughs> um, but yeah so I did the sort of Vivian Westwood inspired T-shirts, and they went off like a treat, a proper treat. And then, yeah, so people have just been loving the the leopard print trousers, and the trousers are really comfortable, very comfortable. Anybody that wants to buy them, mm-hmm.
1: and stretchy. Look, I can pull them up even while I'm sat here. That's like a Sunday roast trouser, isn't it? You can oh, eat, yeah. eat, eating and eating. You can dress them up, then dress them back down again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where, where uh, if, if people wanted to, where could they find those?
2: Bubblegrunge.co.uk. There
0: we go.
2: I did have it as FHK, wear me, fucking our cursed. wear me. But I thought that's a bit of a mouthful. And I thought Bubble Grunge sounds really good with a Northern accent. And it's, I don't know. I don't really know what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I like to pretend that's what I'm doing. That's it, you know. It's part of being a terrorist, I suppose. It's part of being a creative.
1: <laughs> it's a means for my creative outlet, you know. Another thing you've done as a creative was um, your send nudes. You've done a couple of series of these send nudes, yeah, and um, I don't know if Mick's going to know what this is, so you can explain.
2: Right, Mick. So basically, uh, I, th- I think I started it about over just over a year ago. I decided that I'd like to draw some. I love drawing the nude figure. I love big curvy ladies or people who identify as ladies, and Uh, I just asked loads of different people to, well, I just put it out on my Instagram. I was just like, if you want to send me a new picture, uh, I've exhausted all my references and all this, whatever. And, and lots of people sent me pictures of them in the nip. So much so it was overwhelming actually. So like, I got a few like images of people like absolutely in the nip. And I was like, right, I've got to set up some kind of like, you know, a waiver form or something, you know, because these are really sensitive images. Um, so that the first time round it went really well, and did a full series. I did about eleven, eleven or twelve, possibly. I think drawings of, of nude people. In the second time round, I, I still haven't quite finished with the series yet. I've only done like three drawings, Um I've, I've, I've just—it's a—it's mental, like the amount of people that will happily send you a nude picture. And these, you know, and it's crazy the amount of trust that people are putting because these are—they're really sensitive images. Yeah. You know, I've got to hide my my iPad from everybody. You know, there's a lot, <laughs> obviously. But sometimes my boyfriend will lock up the me and I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, and
0: he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. I think <laughs> we, we've sp- spoke about this a little bit before, but there's a an incredible feeling of of, of consent from what you're doing that other other people don't respect when they ask for things like this like and it is you know 99.99 percent dudes who are in you know asking for female actors to to you know oh yeah you might have to get your jugs out in this so send us your tits and we'll let you know you know (laughs) i feel like that you know that they're as a woman
1: asking it's totally different
0: yeah but there's that consent like i will send you this because i know what you're going to do with it yeah. So I consent to that.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I think it also ties in really well with tattooing because I take that, and I know you do as well, I take that consent really seriously. You know, with tattooing, you are, you're so close to somebody, you know, and you, it's so intimate sometimes. And so, I mean, sometimes I'll be tattooing somebody on their ribs and I, and I realize I'm resting my tits on the hip, you know, and I'm like, I'm so, I'm so sorry, you know, like, I, you know, this there's, there's just, they're consenting to, for you to scar them for life. You yeah. know, like with this nudes thing, you know, they were consenting to me seeing these really vulnerable images. Um, but yeah,
1: it's, you know, I was just blown over by the trust that people have put in there. It must've felt nice that a lot of these people don't, like I'm presuming here, don't know you personally, are going by your online persona the mm-hmm. images of yourself that you put out there and how you come across on Instagram and they trust that so much so you must think well actually I've done I must be doing a good thing then I must come across okay
2: <laughs> well yeah there's that and then there's also I didn't expect the level of responsibility that I would feel that came with it because I feel like I'm yeah. a quite responsible person anyway but then when you've got such do you know I don't know these people a lot of these people are you know they're single mums or they're just mums or they're teachers or they're they're all sorts of people and a lot of them as well they're just like i've never been because i I think it is well because i've never been a hundred percent happy with my body and i suffer um you know i suffer with like self-confidence issues and stuff massively and it's really really nice to just see this whole range of sizes and shapes and symmetry and everything and you know all these women that have taken pictures of themselves just like i felt amazing doing this i haven't you know been in touch with my body for so long and this felt amazing thank you even if you don't use the images thank you for you know letting me letting me feel like this and it's just like
1: oh my god you know it's that's so nice yeah it's lovely i i I can i don't think i'd ever have the minerals to to send a stranger a new picture
0: (laughs) i I saw some of those the the images that you've drawn and like what I've, one of the things that I thought was cool is that you were you were drawing things like stretch marks and things like yeah. like that on and that, that you think I get you know and this is me I, I, if I wanted someone to draw me I want them to get rid of the the things that I didn't like but the fact that you put them in somehow made it just so much more powerful.
2: Was, as a piece. It, thank you. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If a lot of it were just to, without going too deep, you know, just trying to help me out, you know, like, I'm not necessarily using these people, but, you know, it, it, it does help with our, how I view myself, and, you know, they, they look beautiful, and one of my good friends that I used to live with said, you know, she just said, that I'd drawn um, the woman in the fat bitch t-shirt, and she was just like, the stretch marks just look beautiful, they look so beautiful, and, and I'm like, oh, that's really nice, thank you, you know, but, I don't know. I think a lot of it is yeah, I don't know. You do well, what's inside comes out, don't it? You know, you, you kind of do work for a certain reason. Maybe a lot of it is Yeah. You
1: and it's it's so it's is empowering, isn't it? Like you it know... is. I think that's the word I'm looking for.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, these people you know, these lovely people feel empowered by me drawing them and I feel empowered by putting it out, you know. But it's yeah win-win. That's... Yeah, I do sometimes lose sleep over it. Still now I'm just like I'll and <laughs> i think I can't believe I asked thousands of people for a fucking nude picture. Like I've, I've got I've got hundreds of pictures that are from this season. I don't I deleted all the last lot, you know, because it were all part of the waiver that people signed. You know, it's just like I will once I finish with this series, I'll delete all your pictures, I'll delete the emails apart from the one where you can send. Um, but I still have these pictures because I'm not finished with this series. You know, life just got in the way of this one. But please don't send me any more nude pictures. Anybody listening, Mick? <laughs>
1: yeah. I see. I see you lift up your phone. <laughs>
2: no, that's it. I think that's why I, you know it's pretty shit. But I think that's why I left it just to females and people who identify as females. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, I'm not saying that you are, Mick, but they're, they're <laughs> people that I don't want to see you floppy cock. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not. A, it's not a nice sight, is it? No, I mean, I'm thinking about pictures that my, that my friends have been sent before, you know, on dating apps and stuff. You know, it's just like, how on earth did you think that that, that is what she wants? Yeah. 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 Something is so awful. You know, oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling floppy. I'll take a picture. Yeah.
0: <laughs> feeling good and feeling floppy. That, <laughs> that's class. My mate sent me one. She was like, just look at the state of this. So it was, it was, top top down so does nothing for the angle that it could be 10 inches long and still you know could also be three but he had uh unmatched gray socks so they were slightly different gray and he had his pouch of backy on the carpet spilling out on the, on the floor between his feet and <laughs> Romantic. Like, that is saying. fucking sexy i nearly had a wank because <laughs> when i saw it because i was like go on lad that is so hot
2: that's somebody who's
1: just got like the feeling come over him all of a sudden, in it, just drop yeah. him back there, drop the trousers. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't resist, couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> I've got to take a photo of my dick. So <laughs>
0: horny right now. Let's go. Amazing. i <laughs> things like, it's just the, the optimism of that. It's like, yeah, you to look at that a little bit later on and just go, oh, oh fuck's sake.
2: Well, the thing is, you know, back to the confidence thing, I kind of wish I had that confidence. You know, these guys yeah. have got that fucking, you know, they're like, I look great. Like you would say, this picture, you know, this man dick could be 10 inches, it could be 3 inches, it doesn't matter, you know, I've got yeah. me back on the floor, I'm going to
1: send this picture. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I feel amazing. This is, this is definitely what she's going to want. I thought I was quite assertive, but, you know, I, I'm not that assertive.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe we should, you know, take some... Take some
1: leads from
0: from floppy cock
2: tobacco
1: guy. Yeah. Start start sending some unsolicited labia photos. <laughs> yeah, maybe not in that
0: sense, you know, but <laughs> I was I, I don't I was, know why. I'll save that for Christmas then. I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. know why solicited has become a word that is associated with genital pictures, but it's always something <laughs> grim.
2: It's because they're always unsolicited. I know, that's the thing. That, was, yeah. was it
0: solicited or Well, I didn't fucking ask him for it. I didn't. <laughs> stop it, you dirty <laughs> old cunt.
1: <punk>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Kirst, one thing I really wanted to ask you was, how painful were your clown dots under your eyes? They weren't nice, but I think, so Jack Didham, uh,
2: my lovely business partner and uh, very good friend. And he, <laughs> he drew him on. It took ages to draw on because my face isn't symmetrical. Nobody's face is symmetrical. So, you know, I'd look at it with one eye and I'd be like, that's right. And then the other, the other eye, it wouldn't be right. So it took ages to draw on. I'm like, right, I'm a professional. I know how you need to sit as a client. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit amazing there and I lay there and I'm like, right, Jack, can you just push my face as much as you need to, push everything out the way. It doesn't matter about the makeup; it's all about tattoo. And like I was looking up, and he like started tattooing it, and I went, oh, like squeezed my eyes shut away, and I couldn't I couldn't open him again. And like I just like then I opened him and looked at Jack, and I just saw this like bead of sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh shit, you know. And then we did one, and we were like, we've got to do another. Got to. It wasn't that painful. I think it. I think it was more painful for Jack than it was for me. (laughs) (laughs) And we did it with
1: a with a single needle as well. Oh my god! Mm. Ow! Why would you done it with a single? Surely that's extra pain. Because we
2: our thinking our our wonky logic. It might be wonky logic. We were thinking it's super super stretchy skin. You know, so we need a we need a thinner blade like pierce it. Oh, yes. I went along with what Jack wanted to do, you know, I'd have been happy with it handboxed you know, whatever, but he got a big rotary machine and stabbed me under the eyes.
1: But yeah, it's all right. It's awful. They I, I always think they look really dark, like just really fresh. Are they quite new or have they just been done? Just I just wipe my hands when I put them on.
2: When when I yeah, so um I don't notice them anymore. I don't like I think I got them done because I wanted them to be really noticeable, but you never notice it on yourself, do you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've just healed really well. I think it's just they've healed really well.
1: Yeah, I love them. I think they look lush. I think they're really noticeable in a good way. they yeah. yeah I,
2: well, we like were just like, oh my god, these are gonna be so noticeable. It's you know it's gonna look amazing. And then two days later I'm like,
1: I can't even see them. <laughs> I feel like that was like my I've got a little heart on my cheek. And yeah, um yeah. but then I have I've got stuff on either side of my face, like just in front of the ear. I've got like a rose on that side and then um I tiny little spider, but they're so, my face is so big that you can't really see them looking straight on. It's only if my hair is up and I'm looking like this. And my hair is, this is so rare for me to have my hair up. It's literally just because I'm lazy. Um. So I forget that, I totally forget that they're there. You know, with my little heart, I could probably do with going over it a bit because it is a bit like, and I'm rubbish with the SPF. But I. when I first got it, I was like, oh my God, it's like a glowing beacon. I've got a tattoo on my face. Now I just don't see it at all.
2: I noticed, I definitely noticed the side of your face. I think that you don't, you
1: need to,
2: I think you need to remember when you look at your face, you're looking at it straight on, aren't you? And
1: you don't see all the kind of like. Ah, 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 ah. That's <laughs> a is really that, good impression of Lucy, that is 10 on 10. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs>
0: that's better than, that. that's the best Jeez. impression we've had on. And I did a Boris Johnson one early on.
1: I <laughs> I've been mean, so nice to you as well. So... <laughs> it's true though,
0: it is true. Like then like, when you said that, you, you can't notice them because when you look in the mirror, you are
1: yeah that's uh, true straight on it. I just see the moon and then I suppose nobody sees it I don't see it from the side because the moon is obstructing my view <laughs> you
2: your profile and your lovely tattoos oh that's nice Yeah, see,
1: like, I am a tattooist, I've got my face tattooed <laughs> I've
2: made it <laughs> I was just about to say I haven't got my face tattooed but we've been talking
1: about my face <laughs> no I haven't got my face tattooed <laughs> have you tattooed many faces Uh,
2: yeah I think I tattooed a lot a lot of faces when I were in Bradford I think I tattooed I don't like tattooing faces I've I've done a lot of beauty spots and I tattooed my mates I did a little cross under his eye but yeah I would rather not I did I did Heggie's face I think Mr Heggie did his face as well like some dots but I would rather
1: not tattoo a face yeah just because but, for moral reasons or because it's hard?
2: I mean, if I'm going to say yes to a face, then obviously there's got to be the right morals behind it. But also, it's your fucking face, you know, like there's too much pressure there.
1: There's I, a lot of pressure, yeah. I've yeah. only done a couple. And very, one girl, she had like the um, like laurel leaves sort of over her forehead. And I must have been sweating as well, I reckon. Afterwards, I was just like, yeah, that was hard work.
2: Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, yeah. I will do them. I think it takes a lot for me to... I'm just trying
1: to think. I can't remember any tattoos that I've done, you know. But... <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Am yeah. I even a tattooist? If, if, if someone I just came... draw, draw if, boobies?
0: If someone came in and said they wanted a tattoo on their face and they already had one on their face, would you be more or less likely to do it? Question for both of you.
1: Lucy first. <laughs> I guess if they already had some yeah if it depends on their general coverage but now it's really hard to tell because somebody could come in and their hands would be totally covered and their necks are covered but they've got fuck all else so That's, that is a ridiculous
2: lock yeah
0: yeah i've seen a couple of people that I've, I'm, i i almost love it i almost think like i want to know what they went through to get that <laughs> like, what, what what their thought process was i what i want to do is i'm going to wear long-sleeved all the time and all the chicks will think i'm the don Until they get me in bed. And they're like, what the fuck? What are you doing? You've you've, you've lost half of it. (laughs) you just do one big white tattoo. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I've just had the rest lasered off. I've just decided against getting tattooed.
0: Yeah, yeah, it used to be covered. It's like, you're 19, mate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I would be less
2: likely. I think I was thinking along the same lines. If they came in with a face tattoo, it would depend on their overall coverage. You know, sometimes... I don't really
1: give a shit if you've got face tattoos already you know I kind of don't want to add to the mess. yeah you know add I to do. the you later you know I saw half me thinks like if somebody comes in and asks for their hand to be done for the first tattoo or something or I've had it where people have asked for the necks for the first one normally I'd price them out so I'd just say yeah, like, fine 500 quid for a name on your neck but then the other half of me thinks like if I don't do it, they might go down mm. to like, scratch a shop down the road or they might go to someone's kitchen and have it done. Mm. So is it better to do it and know that they're having it done in a safe, sterile environment and you're going to do it to the best of your ability or to send them away and think, well, I don't have to worry that I've ruined their life? Well, that's all down to you, isn't it?
2: That's all down to what you can, um, what conscience, what you can carry on your conscience. I think that's what I think, you know, I generally... I think about a lot of people that I've tattooed when I'm in bed, not like that. Um, (laughs) Ultimately, what you can carry on your own conscience, isn't it? You know, sometimes I just think, because I think the same as you, you know, I've had to do it and do a good job. They're just going to go down the road, they could do whatever, but like, I just don't want it on my back. You know, you can come to me like, like I was thinking the other day, like 10 years ago, people that were coming to me, and I remember this young girl came in and she wanted Eminem written behind her ear. And I was like, you're not going to like this in 10 years time, you know, I'm yeah. not going to you but you're not, you're not going to like it. And I was thinking, I wonder what, wonder if she's happy that I said no. Well, then there's been times that I've tattooed people and I felt um, like when I, when I worked in Bradford, I just had to do as I was told, really. I didn't really have a choice in what tattoos I did. And I remember I tattooed this girl and she had a boyfriend's, she wanted a boyfriend's name down the side of her neck stacked in like old English letters. And I talked to her and just having it like curved behind her ear. So I, as I'm halfway through this tattoo, a boyfriend comes in, looks over my shoulder, and we're just like, I didn't want it like that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm not, you know, you, it's not your neck. She she wanted it like this. And he was just like, yeah, well, I'm fucking paying for it. And I didn't want it like, I wanted it all down the side of her neck. And then she was going, oh, calm down, baby, calm down. Oh, no, she's been really gentle with me. And I just felt part of this horrible, yeah, man. No, you know, like, situation. So, yeah that's a really shitty memory that's yeah, that is that's horrible mm. good well, ultimately you know i don't know i wonder if she's still with him now i bet she's not no, but
1: I, how, I made a, not.
2: yeah i made a piece that was easily coverable rather than the fucking bog collar that he
1: wanted you know and that's the yeah, that's the thing that's... Isn't it? that
0: what it was a, a stamp of ownership almost done yeah and that's that's nasty
1: that's what we try and do if somebody comes in and wants a name or something that we think is less than sensible we'll try and talk to them about okay well if you do have it then you could cover it up in this way and I'll tattoo it in this way because it will be easier to cover
0: mm-hmm. and
1: sometimes that makes them think about it a bit more but also then you at least you know that you've sort of done it you've done the best thing you can so yeah if it does mean that they need to cover it then Which I, like, sorry on. I was just gonna I had a girl once and she messaged me she wanted to do like um you know like all the Rihanna lines and stuff down her fingers and um she said it was her first tattoo and she was 18 and I said I don't want to do it sorry I don't feel comfortable in doing that for your first tattoo I think you regret it hands heal shit it's not gonna look nice um and she said oh I I've got psoriasis in my hands I, I'm so self-conscious of them please can you do them um to cover it up and I said it's you know, it's going to have the opposite effect.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's going to be, you're going to flare up. It's just, it's really not a good idea. Sorry anyway, to back so, in,
0: what, what's what psoriasis? Is that a... It's like it's eczema. Me. It's like right, a, okay.
1: a dermatitis right, um, right. and really dry skin. It can cause the skin to scar um, quite hard to tattoo. You and and, have a, to and
0: a, ta- a tattoo would just make that worse. It can
1: cause it to flare up as well. Yeah. yeah so it can right. make it worse. Um, and I knew it wouldn't heal well um regardless of her psoriasis what she wanted it was just gonna heal shit anyway so she was really disgruntled (laughs) really pissed off about it and but I said no anyway a couple of weeks later her mum found me and messaged me and she said I just want to thank you um for not tattooing her I've managed to talk her out of it she's looked online and looked at healed pictures and whatever and I'm, I'm so thankful for you that you you didn't do it
0: yeah that's I was awesome. like,
1: "Oh, thanks very much now yeah. I feel much better <laughs> not that I didn't feel bad good before I still like had a clear conscience but I was like oh that's nice I had something similar when um when the whole Cheryl Cole
2: um hand face you know <sighs> I had this tiny little girl come to the shop and she were like you know I want and it's not a nice tattoo that is it let's be honest you know the, the tattoo on the side of Cheryl Cole's hand it ain't nice and this this sort of like young just turned 18-year-old girl came in with her parents, and her parents were sort of stuck behind her, just like arms crossed, just like, I don't really. <laughs> and she was like, I want I want a Cheryl Cole tattoo on the side of my hand. And I was just like, Can I can ask I you why you want that? And she was like, Oh, because uh, I think it looks nice. And I said Well, can I tell you what I think? You know, I don't think it's a very nice tattoo, I think it's really heavy and bulky. And I don't think, you know, it's your first tattoo. You don't want something like that on your hand. And I sort of talked her into having this vine that wrapped down her wrist and, and slightly went onto the back of her hand she just wanted something on the back of her hand basically you know when I when I got it out of her and like my mum and dad saw I think my mum grabbed me and hugged me or something you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then like about a week later I got a card in the post and it was from the girl and she was just like thank you so much for talking me out of that horrible tattoo I love my new tattoo you know and I'm so grateful that you give me the right advice and I'm like
1: oh this is why this is why I do this job Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it was really
2: lovely.
1: God. I remember my friend, she was going out with this guy who used to just, he would bought a machine and was like, I can do this. And he did the Cheryl Cole thing on her hand, but he did it so low. It was like on the palm oh. and it faded and it was a shit shape. And he sort of, he must've shaded it with like a liner and just looked awful. And he redone it. I think it was like seven times. What? And in the end it was like this black. Mm. blue smudge on her pie was just the worst <laughs> and I think about it all the time now that I'm a <laughs> and I think about it all the time and her daughter her daughter's now like fully grown and a, and a parent and I used to babysit her when she was like three um and she had she'd messaged me and said, when can I get tattooed? And I said, when you're 18. And then her her mum, the girl, my friend with this, not friend, this person I know with this thing on her hand. She's... Her mum messaged me and said, have you tattooed my daughter? And I said, no, what are you talking about? And she said, oh, she's been tattooed. And I bet it was you. And basically her daughter had had this like shitty hand poke thing on her ankle. And I was like, I would never, <laughs> firstly, <laughs> if I did tattoo her. <laughs> it'd be a hell of a lot better but she's done that herself (laughs) or she's gone to someone who hasn't got a fucking clue and she was like "Oh, yeah I'm really sorry actually she told me the truth now tell her mom that you'd you tattooed her she she just presumed it was me because I was the only tattooist that she could think of and she knew that I was tattooist and she knew that I spoke to her daughter and and she found out there were other tattooists in the world and then she realized (laughs) that there are other tattooists and she could have just done it herself you know With a fucking safety pin. <laughs> That's a new fashion, isn't it? Home yeah.
2: tattoos. I'm going
1: to go down that at all? Oh, God. Like, I literally. Do you, I just want. When people come in with these, like, home done tattoos, I mean, how many do you think you've covered up in your lifetime? Because mine must be about 7,000.
2: Yeah, like, it,
1: it, the list is endless and yeah.
2: it will continue to be endless. Like, I. I mean, imagine the stuff that we'll be covering up after lockdown, because I've seen 18, um hand, hand pulp kits. Yeah. Inverted uh, in commerce, Like, and they're going, I, I almost started selling them myself. I wouldn't, you know, but like, I saw this hand pulp kit and it was just like this box with three needles in it. They were like a size three, which is a tiny, tiny needle, you know, that you can't use. For hand poking, you can, but uh, it will it had three ink caps, <laughs> two sachets of vaseline, and a tiny little bit of ink, and they were selling it for like thirteen quid, fourteen quid. I'm like, you fucking chances! Eh, you not, there's no instructions in there. I mm. think people were writing underneath. Where
1: are the designs? Oh <laughs> no! About the designs, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> my God. yeah. Do they expect they're going to pull out that and do that with hand poking a three? <laughs> three <laughs> you? <Yeah. laughs>
2: wow yeah I think
1: there's gonna be some messes to cover up afterwards but you see like these pages and people have been just teaching themselves to do hand tattoos and that and they tattooed all their legs and their arms and stuff they're so proud of them and you look at them mm. and you're like
2: when I used to work in Bradford uh for Rob Doubtfire he used to call it out he used to be like that's fucking shit Where have had that done <laughs> like, even before they'd even shown him the tattoo he'd like sort of sniff it out he'd sort of like weedle around it and be like What's that? Who's done that? And they'd be like, I've only got, it's fucking shit. Like, oh, my God. You know, people used to leave crying. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> really? Like, because of because they thought they had a nice thing?
2: Well, you know, generally, if somebody comes in to get tattooed and they say, What do you think of my tattoo? Yeah. I'll generally say, What do you think of it? And they go, I love it. And I go, Well, as long as you love it, that, that's all right, isn't it? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm,
1: yeah. Not, my honest opinion, but he'd go, Yeah, it's fucking shit. I remember a tattooist, look, I, I made poor choices when I first started getting big tattoos and I just went to somebody, I thought he was gonna give me an apprenticeship. I used to do his drawing because he couldn't draw. And, so, and in exchange, he would give me a few free tattoos, which were fucking shit. And like he did this of big castle on my arm with a couple of skulls and roses and that and bats, but there's about six different shapes of bats in there and it's fucking, it's wank. So pretty much covered up now, but i went into another shop looking for an apprenticeship and um, and the guy was like, he was like, who the fuck did that on your arm? And I was like, oh, so-and-so. And he was like, what a fucking mess. Went, Why is there so many different fucking bats on there? Why can't you just do the one kind? And I, I just went like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I really I really liked it. You know, It was my first big prominent tattoo and I was well chuffed with it. I was like, yeah, I'm a real fucking washer. And then I was like, oh. And then I felt shit about it forevermore. And I mm. think I still remember that disappointment of how I feel. So I would hate for I would hate to tell somebody that the tattoo was shit. Yeah. For them to leave and feel like that.
2: I only discuss the shitness of a tattoo if, if they say this is shit and I hate it. And I thought, yeah, oh, yeah it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It. Diplomacy. That's <laughs> um it's been lush. I it's been so fun. It's been a real tonic actually to chat to you. Um, um I, I can't it. wait till we can do this in real life and um, hopefully it'll be soon. We need to get together, 100%. Absolutely. And um, now that I'm working less, it's a bit easier. So we'll book something in the diary for all of us to get together and I'd love that so much.
2: That would be really lovely, yeah. And it's um, it's been really nice being on your lovely podcast. Thank you. My mouth's I don't think I've spoke for this long in 12 months again. <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking
1: you in for next week yeah
2: that's it like i'm just gonna like all my lips are sticking to my teeth
1: I need to... <laughs> that's a nice look yeah good luck <laughs> uh, Kirsty. it's been such a pleasure thank you ever so much
0: yeah, um, thank you
1: and um it's been horribly interesting and hope to see you very soon thank
2: you bye-bye
1: goodbye Bye.